The following podcast is not suitable for those under the age of 18 and who are not mature adults and who will get offended by things like adult situations, crude humor, strong language, like the word fuck, and some drug references. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, smoke yourself a bowl, take a hit from that bong, snort a line of coke off a stripper's ass. Do whatever you must, but enjoy this exciting edition of the Bakery Podcast.
Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of the Bakery Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Baker, and I got to start off with a little apology for not having an episode last week. And I and I told the people that you know that listen to the show you know why there hasn't there hasn't been a consistent episode every week and that's just the pure fact that I am just I'm really busy throughout the week guys I've got work I've got um wrestling with EWF stuff to get done I've got a family and with all three of those things right now that takes up a lot of my free time to sit down and be be able to put out a solid episode for you guys. Now, with that being said, today's episode is going to be a top five Queensryche songs from 1983 to 1986. Now, this is before the band hit it huge with their 1988 release of Operation Mindcrime, which we will get into on a future episode But I just wanted to let you guys know right now, yesterday, June the 1st, I got to have my first match in EWF 2019. I'm not going to give any details right now. I'm going to wait for Call to Greatness to go up on YouTube, and I will share it on the Facebook page as well. Now, I have a lot of you asking... As well, why my Facebook name has been changed to Loose Cannon. And it is strictly because, one, storyline, folks. Story, story, storyline in EWF right now. For those that don't understand it or don't watch it, the Loose Cannon has killed off all business Aaron Baker and has taken over all of his social media sites, all of his stuff so if if there's not an episode well I'll, I'll say this there wasn't an episode last week because I was doing wrestling stuff last week and it also plays into the storyline in wrestling that you know all business Aaron Baker hasn't been seen for a couple weeks yada 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 but like I said with those three things family wrestling and job I don't have a whole lot. I try to fit in podcasting as much as possible, but when I just don't have the time, I don't have the time. And last week, a couple of my episode ideas kind of fell through. I wasn't able to get a hold of some people, which is my fault. And, you know, some people had plans with it being Memorial Day weekend. They wanted to get out, which is perfectly fine. So... My friends Josh and Jared, they know that their episode is coming. And I've got more people asking to be on the podcast as well. So just be look, just look forward to those because they're coming. I just don't know when, but once they drop, I'm telling you, it's going to be worth your, worth your time. But without further ado, we might as well get into the top five, my top five Queensryche songs from what I call the hungry era 
of Queensryche. They were a young band starting out in starting out in 1980. They were a local band from Bellevue, Washington called The Mob. Now, as I'm looking at this here, um their er their early years, they were a cover band called The Mob and they were doing heavy metal covers. Um, you know, in 1980, Michael Wilton met drummer Scott Rockenfeld at Easy Street Records in Seattle, and they formed a band called Crossfire. They covered some songs from popular heavy metal bands such as Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and again, I'm getting this from the Wikipedia page on Queensryche. So if this is wrong, then again, I know Wikipedia ain't that good of a source. Um, they they were ch they later changed. The name af before uh, after meeting up with Chris DeGarmo and Eddie Jackson as the, after they joined Crossfire and the band changed to the Mob after Black Sabbath song The Mob Rules. Um, and then in need of a singer, they recruited Babylon frontman Jeff Tate and uh, he performed a few shows but left because he was not interested in performing heavy metal covers. So in 1981, put the Mob put. Sufficient funds together to record a demo tape, which would be called which the group recorded four songs: Queen of the Reich, Night Rider, Blinded, and The Lady Wore Black, which is what we now know as the Queen's Reich EP. Now, with the Queen's Reich EP, I've got a little story for you guys, and this is gonna put in this is gonna run into the first song that I'm gonna play. Queen of the Reich did not make my top five just for the pure fact that it is a well-known song. I was trying to get some deep cuts in there that when you go to see Queen's Reich now and they play it live, they're like, you're like, man, I haven't heard them play that since blah, blah, blah. You know, the blah, blah, blah tour or something like that, you know. So that's why Queen of the Reich is an honorable mention on the top five list because it just barely doesn't make it into the top five it's it is one of those songs that to me it started it all for me in Queensryche I was playing the um the PS2 game Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories and their little in-game radio station V-Rock played Queen of the Reich and they heard that and I heard that classic Jeff Tate Whale before the guitars start and the song just the song is great don't get me wrong don't get me wrong because I know I'm going to end up pissing someone off for not having that in the top five but it's just one of those well known songs by Queensryche that I just couldn't put it in the top five for me I'm a deep cut guy and that's how this list is going to go. But without further ado, here is Queen of the Reich.
Now, I want to start off, before I get into my first song of my top five, this era of Queensryche has so many good tunes. This took me a couple of weeks to even... This took me the last two weeks, actually, to figure out, you know, do I want to go all the way to Minecrime? Because that'll be most of the episode. I'm telling you guys that right now. Well, I don't think... I think I'll limit it to, you know... Maybe one or two songs off of Mind Crime, and then you know, I'll just tell you right now, I'm splitting Queensryche up into eras, uh, three albums each. Uh, next up, next time I do a Queensryche, Queen, Queensryche top five, it will be Operation Mind Crime, Empire, and Promised Land, and those albums I actually thoroughly enjoy. One more than the other some days, but they ha they're they all hit and miss. But this era right here, 83 to 86, has so many good tunes, and to narrow it even down to top five was difficult for me. Now, my number five pick is The Killing Words. And it's for the pure fact that, one, it has an obscure, an obscure beginning to it with this with the keyboards and to be completely honest with you I got to hear this one live with uh, Todd Latore when he when he came to um, Troy Ohio with Queensryche at the Ho at Hobart Arena a couple of years ago and I just fell in love with this song at that point once you hear it live with the band now it sounds exactly like it's coming off of Rage for Order. So here's my number five top five Queensryche song from 1983 to 1986. Here is The Killing Words.
Now, with that song, I got to tell you guys, I forgot to mention this before I introduce the song. They have an MTV Unplugged version that I honestly do not like. I have the deluxe version of Here in the Now Frontier, and it included three songs from MTV Unplugged. If I am mistaken, you guys let me know. Um, and that was one of them, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to hear this unplugged and it was definitely unplugged i'll tell you that much but that's my number five pick my number four pick is a classic jeff tate song from Queensryche, and that is take hold of the flame this song right here i believe has been a concert staple for the jeff tate era of Queensryche. And, if I am not mistaken, the Todd LaTorre era of Queensryche. And if it's not, it's got to be put back in the set list because this is fantastic. And I understand that there's going to be some of those Jeff Tate nut swingers and the Todd LaTorre camp as well. I'm I'm in both. And you guys will hear that once I get into the, you know... The down years of the band where it, where you know that it, eventually everything is going to come apart at the seams. And you guys are going to notice that in 2013, there were two Queensryche albums, but one was Jeff Tate. with One was with Jeff Tate, and the other was with Todd LaTorre, which I will get into that once I get to those albums. But without further ado, here is my number four pick. Take hold of the flame. We see the light of those who find the world has passed them by. Too late to save a dream that's growing cold. We realize that fate must hide its face from those who try to see the distant signs of unfortunate.
fucking great tune off of what people, what is the first ever studio album from Queensryche, and that is The Warning. What a great album that is. If you guys haven't listened to Queensryche, Queensryche, The Warning, go find it, pick it up, listen to it all the way through. I'm telling you guys, you're not going to be disappointed. It is definitely, it is a slow slow moving album in some songs but once it picks up it picks up now my next song my number three pick is off the 1983 queensrike ep i try to include every uh all three a song from every album in this era which all the albums are is the queensrike ep the warning and rage for order only three albums in those three years, which is perfectly fine by me. I'm telling you right now, perfectly fine. But this one, Night Rider, it is definitely one of those songs that just kicks you in the fucking teeth. From the fucking whale of Jeff Tate to the end of the fucking song, Hell, even the chorus. The Night Rider said... Oh my god. It You could just tell from this era of this band, they were young, they were hungry, they were just wanting to succeed. And as you guys will see, compared to other years, it just seems like everything just kind of fell apart at the seams. And one day, I hope to find out why certain things happened the way that they did, but we may never know. I mean, I, I I am optimistic that I can get Jeff Tate on here or if I could even possibly get Chris DeGarmo on here to talk about this era of Queensryche, I would be definitely forever grateful for whoever would get that set up in any way, shape, or form. But without further ado, here is my number three pick and one of my favorite songs as of late from the Queensryche EP. Here is Night Rider.
Now these last two songs, my number two and number one picks, I'm telling you right now, guys, those were the ones that I had to listen to over and over and over again to see who got number two and who got number one. And they're both from the amazing album, The Warning. Now let me get this straight. I love a lot of songs off of the off of Rage for Order, but I wanted to go with some deep deep stuff that doesn't really get played a whole lot like, you know, on on like a Pandora or I don't know, on an internet radio station that plays, you know, metal constantly. Cuz I hear The Whisper and I hear Walk in the Shadows sometimes uh, on a daily basis on certain internet radio stations and that's all fine and dandy those songs are great i mean it was the whisper was my opener for this episode so i had to include something from you know at least two songs from each each album to you know to balance it out but like I said, my number two and number one picks, they can alternate depending on depending on what mood I'm in or how I'm feeling about one song, hearing it all the time, and one that I don't. But my number two pick is the last the last song on the warning, and that is Roads to Madness. And when I first heard this song, I was going through a really rough time when I came back to Ohio. And I got to tell you, when you're on the road to madness, you just got to, you know, sometimes you just got to go with it. And sometimes you just got to pull over to the side and take a little breather. And, you know, there's always calm before the storm, right? Right? See what I did there? <laughs> I think I'm funny. Well, without further ado on that awkward transition, here is my number two pick from this era of top five songs. This is Roads to Madness. The names from the circle Maybe 
All right, and here we are, ladies and gentlemen. My number one song from this era, in my opinion, like I said in that shitty ass thing, you know, going all the road to madness, and there's call before the storm. Yeah. Well, my number one song is before before the storm, and I gotta tell you, this is this is definitely one of my favorite Queensrÿche songs of all time. Especially in this era. You know, the band with their first studio album, they brought the fire. They brought everything to the table from Chris DeGarmo's guitar playing to Scott Rockenfeld's drumming. I mean, the drumming on that album is fucking phenomenal. And I mean, like on Knight Rider, his drumming was fucking great. Fucking great. So this is my number one Queensryche song from 1983 to 1986 from The Warning. And I have to also mention that The Warning came out in 1984 and Rage Florida was released in 1986. So... They were they were ready. They were trying to push out album after album, go on some tours. I know that the warning was very big in Japan, from what I could tell from doing some a little research before this episode. But I'm telling you guys, go pick up these three albums if you if you can find them, and just sit down and listen to them. I recommend it. Queensrÿche is one hell of a band from. 1983 to at least I'll say after Promised Land is where they get kind of wonky and you guys will hear that episode episode down the road but in this era guys they were not going to be stopped and they were hungry for that masterpiece that you know that just mainstream effect that they weren't getting in the states. And that is what is what will happen with 1988's Operation Mindcrime. But that's a story for another day and here is my number one song from this era before the storm. Secrecy, they've been betrayed. 
So there you have it, guys. My top five Queensryche songs from 1983 to 1986. What are yours? If you're a Queensryche fan, if you are listening to this, let me know on the Bakery Podcast Facebook page or shoot me a message. The name is under Loose Cannon. And I really want to know, I really want to know, guys, what your thoughts are on your top five Queensryche songs from this era. Not from Operation Mind Crime on. Just tell me your th- top five songs from these three albums. And we will discuss. Because I'm telling you, you can't get any better than Before the Storm. The melody in that one, it's it's nothing like any other band has been able to do, in my opinion, from what I've listened to. Not Kiss, Motley Crue, nothing. Queensryche in this time should have been bigger, especially with the fucking warning. They should have been way bigger before Operation Mindcrime hit. Way bigger. Now before I close up the podcast, I just want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to me just ramble on about any bullshit that I have to even talk about. I've got, like I said, I've got a lot going on in my life and I'm going to start trying a lot harder to get an episode out there no matter what it is about. If it's just me talking about my adventures in Fallout 3, doing new DLCs and stuff, or just stuff that happens in my life in general. I mean, it looks like you guys really enjoyed the uh, the story that I told about the falling out with my two former best friends. It seems like you guys really like that one. Of course, I can't really tell if it was just a couple of people downloading multiple times or whatever it was, but I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast wherever you listen to. And if you're listening on iTunes right now, can I just ask you to rate and review this podcast? Give it a five-star rating if you like it. If you don't, tell me what I can do to improve in that in that little section where you review my podcast so I know what I need to do a little better. Now, without further ado, guys, this has been the Bakery Podcast, and I hope you guys really dug the new and improved warning because I really enjoyed recording it. Alright guys, that is it for me. Have a great night. The bakery is now closed.